G'day, I'm an Australian. G'day, I'm also an Australian. Now today we're going to be taking a look at your very own Waller FM. And we'll be comparing it to our Wallaby FM, which is basically Waller's sister station. Now, first of all, we're going to be diving into a little bit of Colin and Craig's mystery breakfast. That's a little bit like Spencer and Ned on the brekkie boat, which is something that we have in Australia. Waller FM. Jules, you come on, you got your best here, Colin and Craig. Well, it's the greatest bloody show on earth. It's Colin and Craig. Today's big brain teaser is are you having a good morning? Or a bad morning? I think we're both having good mornings. Right, let's attend to those phones. Those phones are going mad this morning. Hello, who's on the line? Hi, it's Maurice. Hello, Maurice. Are you having a good morning or a bad morning? Bit of both, bit of both, because my cat, Angela Letton, died, so I was a bit upset about that. But on the other hand, the cat did look a bit transsexual, if you know what I mean, so that made me laugh. So I guess I'm having a good morning. Oh, well, that's good. That's nice to hear. That's uh, that's one for a good morning. All right, let's have another call now. Who's there? Oh, it's Robbie. Yeah. Alright, you're having a good morning or your bad morning? Oh, I'm having a bloody great morning. I'm, I'm out in the bloody fields, I am. I've driven my bloody van all the way out here to get to the fields, have a little look in the fields. Oh, it's great, it is. Yeah, that sounds bloody lovely. It's absolutely amazing. I'm running around here naked, stripped down to the bloody stock as I am. Oh, I hope no one's watching. Oh, a lot of people are watching. All the little school kiddies are watching. They love it, they do. Alright, okay, thank you. Hey, hey. good morning. That's the one for the good one, Chuck, that's up. Yeah, let's, let's have another call. Hello, who's on the line? It is Brandon. Hello, Brandon. Um, could you just turn your radio down a little bit? You sound a little bit too deep. I am not listening to the radio this morning. Are you having a good morning or a bad morning? My father just passed away, so I'm having a bad morning. Has he just been through a visit and left, has he? No, he's passed away. He is dead. That's why I'm ringing up. Because I'm having a bad morning. Alright, uh, well, 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 don't waste all your credit, because you're going to have to ring for the funeral and things. So. I have already arranged the funeral. Would you like a free t-shirt? I would not like a free t-shirt. I wear only gowns. Packet of signed bourbons. I do not eat mass-produced biscuit products. Alright, thank you, Randy. Oh, gosh, are you were a bit. So, uh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? A bit, uh, a bit doomy. A bit doomy. So, let's summarise, Colin. Well, on one hand, Craig, a lot of people are having a good... Good morning. But on the other hand, a lot of people are having bad mornings. So, you could say the nation is divided. Split down the middle. Colin and Craig. <laughs> what, what, what are we going to do now, Colin? Craig, Craig, it's time for knock a door. Knock a door, run. Wag it! Oi, oi, I want to see you. Is this for your morning radio? Come on, get out of here! All the best exclusives. 93 to 104.357. Number one in Yorkshire and the North Midlands. You're listening to Waller FM. We're just waiting on your quarter grill. It's Graham's pack lunch. All right, cops and robbers, it's Graham, and it's time for some more letters. Dear Graham and Terry, I'm all in a muddle. My left is on my right and my backwards is forwards. My eyes are crossed and my back is bent. Do you think I will ever play up front for Manchester United? If not, what should I do with my life? 
And that's from Crevelsham from Petal Mall. Well, Crevelsham's from Petal Mall. I don't think you're ever going to play for QPR or whoever, said, whoever you said it was. Uh, Manchester well. United. Manchester United. You wouldn't even play for QPR by the sounds of it. No, not even QPR reserves. No, we're not being mean, but sometimes it sounds cross-eyes and your legs and your, your what's-its and... Is that you over that? No, it's my arm. It might be an idea to start with a PlayStation and right. get a copy of FIFA Soccer. And see how you get on. Yes. Right? And if that doesn't work out for you, look around on the internet. A lot of forums and things. There's a lot of weird, freaky people out there, so you can find yourself some friends. The internet's a great place. You can. All you need to do is have a strong opinion about one, one thing or another, and there you go. You've got yourself uh, friends and enemies. Exactly. A whole burn. community. Next, next question... Dear Graham and Terry, an intelligent robot from the future has designs on my sister. Would it be morally wrong to try and stand in the way of this potential relationship? I know my sister, she's fallen for some rough types in the past and I'm worried about her. And that's from Carlos in Rotherham. Carlos, well, that's an exotic name for Rotherham to start with, Carlos. But I don't know of any robots that have come from the future, and if so, I don't think they're going to Rotherham to try and mate with your sister. But if they are, if they've got the credentials, a good job... A steady wage coming in, a nice home, and a car that's going to be suitable for your sister and the soon-to-be robot kids. Well, you've just got to feel him out, really, haven't you? You've got, you've, I you've think got, that's what it is, hey, Terry. Take him out for dinner with your sister and, uh, you know, just ask him a few questions. We don't want him coming down here and shooting the Pope, do we? We don't want him destroying the Mona Lisa. If he has fallen in love with your sister, then if he does want to take over the world, he's taken her with him. So she's going to be on the front of... Time Magazine or Robot Monthly or whatever it is. Think about that. You'll be rolling in. Your sister will write you a big fat check and you'll be living in Monte Carlo, Carlos. It's, it's one to think about, isn't it, Graham? It's a head scratcher. I'll give him that. Dear Graham and Terry, would I be able to run faster if I had a pair of trainers that had flames on the side? If so, then what effect would a shirt sporting flames on the side have on me? Or would it possibly make me dance faster? And that's from Limal. I was thinking about a friend I had who used to have a flame-grilled shirt, and he used to dance faster than anyone I've ever seen. He would clear the bloody dance floor. His feet would be on fire, his shirt would be on fire, he had ginger hair. In fact, what do you think, Terry? Because I, I, I completely yeah. agree with you, Graham. I'm not a big uh, pop fan myself. I'm usually sat at the side, drinking the punch and wishing that I had all the moves that those exotic boys on the dance floor had. When I'm in the clubs, I'm usually behind spinning the wheels of steel. You know, I've been booked in for a night or two at a local disco. Terry's sometimes there, he's drinking his pina coladas or whatever. And Graham the G-Man is up there spinning the discs. And I've seen the boys dance, I know what tracks will get you grooving. Get yourself down to a Graham DJ night, bring your bloody flame grilled trainers and your bloody flame grilled shirt. Spinning all night long. Dear gorgeous Graham, I don't have the internet. Would it be possible for you to do a Google search for used fishing tackle belt and give me the gist of the top five results? Please do this for a desperate fan. I must have that belt. And that's from Reggie. Reggie, I've got the five top things on the Google thing. Let's have a look. The first one, I'll give you the gist. Smitty's fighting belt. Don't know what that means. Uh, is he selling them or is he... Uh... He's selling a fighting belt. So that one's all right for you. You'll be able to ward off any enemies in the sea. What about this one? Brindley John Ayers catalogue of vintage and collectible fishing tackle belts. Well, it sort of explains itself, Reggie. You can look for that um, yourself. Fish pond fishing tackle from Broom Tackle Box. That's a good one. Breaking the traditional mould. We want to radically change the design of the probably and the most often used tool in fishing. And I think you already knew that, Reggie, which is why you want one of the belt. <sighs> 
flyfishingtackle.co.uk, Snowby Nets. Don't think that's what you were after. And he just goes on and on, Reggie. I don't know why you've... I don't even know why I entertained such an idea, Terry. Why did you let me do this? Wasting precious time on the show. I think it's because you called me Gorgeous Graham. But if you want to get yourself a fishing tackle belt, then by all means. I think what you're trying to say, Graham, is that uh, he's just got to go out there and look for him, really, hasn't he? There's more than five on there, Terry. I don't know why. I was, um, well, Let me just have another look. There's how many? We've got 379,000 pages related to used fishing tackle belt. Reggie. Who's he think he is? Reggie. R-E-G-I. Who spells the name like that? It's continental. Reggie. Reggie. If you'd like to write to Graham, send your post to the host at Graham Through the Ages, P.O. Box 61, Swathelby House, Crawford Mansions, down the Poplars, up two sticks and down the rear. SW45 PJ12. Someone ought to write that guy. It's awful quiet today, isn't it, Ozzy? Oh, it certainly is, Ozzy. Oh, I can't hear one single sound. So, that was Graham's picked lunch there. And I can't help but notice the similarities between that and Wallaby FM's Clive and Toby's Beer and Barbie. It's almost too similar, mate. Right down to the lisp. Have a listen yourselves and see what you think. You're listening to Wallaby FM. And now it's time for Clive and Toby's Beer and Barbie. Hi, my name's Clive Welbeck. And my name is Toby Minot. So, Toby, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right myself, mate. Had a gorgeous Barbie this morning. Caught a croc into town. Couple of fosters on the way to work. What about yourself? Myself? Well, Toby, I uh, got up early for a swim. I took a keg down to the old lake and uh, just dragged that as I swam around and then suddenly I'm here, ready for work. It's a typical day then, basically. Wallaby, if him. G'day, how's it going all right? Clive's Adventure Question Drive. Okay, so Clive, you're in a basement and there is a washing machine in the basement. The big problem is there's an angry croc and he's walking right towards you. What do you do? you got to call in and tell us what to do. Guide the bloody story. Okay, let's take a caller now. G'day, how you going all right? Who's that on line one? Uh, hi, my name's Bruce Melbourne and I'm ready to play Clive's Adventure Question Drive. Alright, Bruce Milbourne. Okay, so what do you think we should do about the nasty little croc? I tell you what, Clive, you're in a right little pickle there, mate. So, what I'm thinking is, if you open the washing machine, he's gonna see the water, and he's gonna think, My golly creepers, that looks like I could go for a little swim in there. You've played this game before, haven't you, Bruce? Yeah, I certainly have, mate. Let's give that a try, Toby, alright? Let's give that a try on the whiz machine. Okay, let's try that. Playing through the scenario now, and it looks like it's actually worked. That's great, but... The thing is, Toby, he's got past the croc, but how's he got to the back door? He's got to the back door, but how's he got his keys? Okay, who's that on the line? G'day, how you doing? Alright, this is uh, Matthew here. What do you think's going to happen next? The croc, he's headed for the washing machine. He thinks there's a bit of water there. So you're at the back door, uh, but you haven't got your keys, is that what you said? He hasn't got his keys. What's he going to do? The door's locked. Maybe you can fit through it. Is there a cat flap? There isn't a cat flap, mate, but there is a dingo flap. Clive, try that on the old scenario machine. Right, I've put it into the scenario machine, Toby, and uh It's oh. not worked. Just to let the listeners know that the rope has been cut, alright? But it's not completely sliced in half, it's just got a little slit. If anyone out there is a rope smith, try and call in later and see if you can fix that for us. Are you listening to the radio? Yep. Turn it up then. Wallaroo FM. You're listening to Wanker Hour on Wallaroo FM. Knocking bins over through the night. Johnny and his loonies. Johnny and his loonies. 
On today's Johnny Modern and the Retro Renegades. We'll tell you how to blow your friend's minds with your own renegade look in secondhand shopping at 11.20. Make sure you have a piss before 11.35, because our latest phone pranks are rather deadly. Oh, what? Is that the Office of Fair Trading? It is, haven't Well, I don't think you're very fucking fair. <laughs> We'll be shouting the names of obscure animals between 12.18 and 12.30. Monkey! Moose! 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 It's Northern Nostalgia. Yeah, have you noticed people don't get the drives tarmacked anymore? Yeah, why don't they do that? You'd walk down the street and there'd be 10 and maybe 15 drives all being tarmacked at once. And all you need were tarmac. Tarmac? 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 Tar? Mac? 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 Tar? Eh? Eh? But first, Pie fans, this is the sound of the city that you should already be listening to. This is another. This is another. This is another. Exclusive, exclusive from the Diamond Vaults of Waller FM. Innocent smoothie, I'm getting groovy with my horse suvies cause I've got a cold. Bought a new pair of sneakers but they turned out to be sneakers, it's those dark hole drive noise, what is giving me the jeepers? Oh my gosh, I can't believe she done that, she borrowed that ten and hasn't paid it back. So I sit on the tube sipping vino, hoping that cute guy over there will notice me knowing that I know that he knows that he's here. I know that he'll fuck it up. Like all blokes do, so I'll go out and I'll make myself pretty And you'll lose and you'll be sick All over my mum's new carpet and she won't be happy You're a dick That was fucking Innocent Smoothie by Penelope Snatch What do you think of that? Listen to these for fucking lyrics, man Bought a new pair of Seekers Yeah, fucking retro straight away That is away. fucking retro Retro, let's give a retro rewind on that Bought a new <laughs> pair of Seekers Yeah, but they turn out to be fucking sneakers Yeah, because she's gone into a shop She's thought, fucking I'm not even looking at what I'm buying. I don't give a fuck what I wear, but in a way I fucking do. A lot of people are saying she's a fucking saviour of British rock and roll. What do you think about that? I'd say it's between her and the nouns. City blues, suburban news. Cocaine, you're the news. The alarm clock, body shop. Whiskey, wake up, seven o'clock. I've been searching for this new saviour for a long time now because, as we know, music has been dead for about fucking 28 years. As you know, as you well fucking know, I discovered a fucking nouns, yeah? Yeah, but I discovered fucking Penelope. Exactly, man. I went to a fucking house party. There were the nouns and they were fucking sniffing coke and all that shit off their own fucking vinyls, which I'd had That was fucking awesome. Frisbee and the vinyls across the room. The nouns will take Winehouse, they'll take fucking Doherty, they'll take fucking Noel Gallagher. Mix it all up into a big fucking smoothie. Exactly, man. And fucking drink it down out of Penelope's fucking snatch. Face is lost, hit the work saying, you know what I mean. Try they look for girls, we're all chasing stars. Modern! Modern! Johnny Modern! Johnny Modern is sponsored by Retro Kids t-shirts that are manufactured to look tatty and second hand, but are sold brand new in Topshop for ridiculous prices. I do so love the ocean. I wish we could stay here forever, forever. 
Do you want to bring the ocean home every time you see it? Um, I think so. I, I think I would. Would you like a pot of Welks? Uh, I don't know about that. Well, now you can with Ocean Monthly magazine. Ocean Monthly is a magazine all about the wonders of the ocean. Which sea creature has the shortest legs? How long do crabs really live? Read all about the revolting history of sharks. Did you know sharks can smell your wee from 3,000 miles away? Hey! Yeah! Hear the terrific tale of the girl born half human, half squid. And best of all, every month you'll get a pipette of seawater, a pinch of sand and a few peggles. Start your own ocean, today with Ocean Monthly. First issue, only 6p. Usual price, 12 And now it's time for some Irish birds. <coughs> Waller FM What a load of shite The next part of the show is a new part of the show that I call How's It Going Alright? We thought it'd be a real treat to ask the nation How's it going alright? How did you come up with this idea, Clive? Well, that's the thing, Toby, because you said we came up with the idea and then you said I did and I know for a fact that I did. I was sitting on me dunny or I was thinking about a lot of things and I thought, g'day, how's it going, alright? And I said to myself, yeah, not too bad, thanks. So let's try it. Toby, g'day, how you going, alright? I'm not doing too bad myself, mate. G'day, how's it going, alright? Pretty good, mate. Pretty chipper, pretty chipper. Let's take a call. Ringy, ringy. Ringy, ringy. Hello, who's there? Hi, this is Max. G'day, how you going, alright, Max? I'm not doing too bad, mate. Yourself? I'm not too bad myself, thanks, mate. Alright, bye. Bye. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, that's great, Dad. Try it. Shall we take another? Let's take another one. Hello? Hi, it's Irene. Good day. How's it going? All right. Yeah, brilliant, mate. Real good day today. You know, I've got rid of my rash. Okay, just don't don't tell us about that. Let's take another caller. Good day there. It's Barry on the line. Good day there, Barry. How you going? All I'm right? I'm pretty good. Mate, sport. Uh, good day. How's it going? All right? Not too bad, mate. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for ringing in. I could do this all day, mate. This is brilliant. I feel full of sunshine, Toby. I certainly do. I really do. It feels like a whole load of pixies have come in and showered me with loads of sunshine dust. Let's hope they're not wasps, mate. Could have been wasps, mate. The, the could have thum- been wasps. Could have been wasps. They hold the same character as a wasp. Hey, hey, it's Saturday matinee. Hey, hey, it's Scattleby's ski box. It's fun times for all of you kiddlies, whatever your name is, wherever you're from. Now, I've been wandering around following the birds and thinking, hmm, there's a lot of pollution in the air, isn't there? And what's that because of? It's scientifically proven that people that breathe more heavily are stealing more of the Earth's air. Now, this is a big problem because some people don't need to breathe deeply. Picture the scenario. You're a working man. Uh, You work nine to five every day and you get home from work and you go... (sighs) Think of that multiplied by the millions of people that are working hard nine to five days and you'll see that that's taking up 97% of the Earth's oxygen, leaving only 3% for those who uh, breathe normally. Raskins, what can little fresh packers like us do about it? Well, there's a lot of things you can do about it. First of all, raise awareness. That's why we've sent out some of our little press packers, and here's what they had to report. Hello, my name is Jerry. Hello, my name is John. And we are 
Press packers on the case. We have been looking at what pollution has been doing to the local residents. We have found out that most of the pollution is due to lots of lorries and cars coming through small throughways. Sometimes people drive their cars so fast that it will burn a hole in the road if it is not careful. And uh, lots of people use their mobile phones. And sometimes that is known to cause failure. Failure. If the grown-ups are having a ciggy, sometimes people will forget to put their ciggy out. It is very important to listen to what John just said. Hello, my name is John. I am pouring myself a can of Strongbow. That is really good now. We can press pack harder than we have ever pressed pack before. Sometimes when I am walking home, I think I cannot see enough birds. This makes me cry and sad when I go home. Even when we do see birds, they have grown beards and have waistcoats on. What is this about? I have been asking the general public about this, Jerry, and I have found that mainly it is because the birds want to play snooker as good as Stephen Davis. I think it is a bit silly for a bird to even hope that he will ever get that good at snooker, as he is not physically built for it. But I think it is a good way to keep the weight of the bird down so they can fly a lot better. Let's have an opinion from a purse man. This is a purse man. Hello, Jerry. I am the purse man. Hello, I am still Jerry. What is it you are asking me? I have lots of mail to deliver. I am very busy. Don't waste my time. Mr. Postman, sometimes do you smell the letters that you get so you can tell if there is drugs inside them or do you just let the post go as it goes. Sometimes if I know there is an eighth or something in a letter, I will put that one to one side. Uh, no, that sounds like a good plan, John. Um, Postman. Thank you, Jay. Uh, uh, now, be John No, oh no, John has come back from the shop now. He was just getting some filter tips. Oh, uh, hello there, Jay. I was just getting filter tips. Oh, is that the postman I can see walking off? Did you ask him lots of interesting press packing questions? I asked him rare good questions and he, good, he gave rare good answers. That is a press pack report from... Jerry Jackson and John, who is on the street, what is solving problems and saving us from mankind. Press, 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 press pack. pack. Let's sing the press pack song. Press pack. It's, it's pretty great. And everybody has a press pack for the news. Generation Alan My name is Jerry and I've got a point to make. Anna. My name is John and I've got another point to make. How about the hospitals? Are there enough beds? Are there too many cars without carbon em emission emission emissions? That is a good point, John. Maybe we should put it to the council. That's a good point, Jay. Maybe we should take it to the High Court. Maybe we should take it to the House of Parliament. Maybe we should take it to Tony Blair. Maybe we should take it to David Cameron. Maybe we should take it to Gordon Brown. Maybe we should take it to George Bush. That's why we're, that's why we're, that's press, why we're, that's why we press, backers press. Don't be an hippie, don't be a spaz. Go on your skateboard, do a bit of exercise, you fatty. Instead of sitting there thinking about it, why don't you do something about it? Thank you to the press packers. It's nice to see that someone's trying to make a difference. And uh, that was Jerry Jackson there, clocking in at 4 minutes and 20 seconds for all you doobers out there. And we're going to go right over to the Outback News now on Wallaby FM. But before we do that, here's a quick advert. Get ready, get ready, get ready to laugh yourself stupid at the new latest craze sweeping our great nation. It's Upside Down Pummy. Excuse me, bartender. I say, this beer is too cold. Could you take 
take it back and warm it up for me, please? You thicky pommy git, we like our beer cold. Weep with laughter as you hear a stupid Englishman stumble his way through Aussie interaction. Excuse me? Hi, yes, I'm used to my country losing at sport and I'm not really sure what to do when they win. Can you help me out? You pommies will never be good at sport. You're never going to bloody win. You invent the sports and we beat you at them. Tennis, badminton, athletics. This is the comedy of the decade. I'm opening a gallery and tea room in the near future and I'm looking for a picture of the Queen that I could hang in my foyer. You're a bloody burger, mate. All we've got are pictures of Rolf Harris, sausages and silver chair. You're not going to find a picture of the Queen in the old land of Oz. So, tune in, tune in, tune in to Upside Down Pommy at 9.30 tonight on Wallaby FM. This is the Outback News. Tumbleweed out on the prowl. Watch out for this little blighter. He's been spotted bouncing around stealing sausages from people's barbecues, mainly in the Perth area. Abbeys demand up-to-date football shirts. A number of Aborigines from the Nanabong area are still wearing very old football shirts from the 1993 season. Steve Stone? Who's he? Shouted an Aborigine protester earlier today. They've said they want players they'll know, like Shearer, Cantona and Letizia. Ministers tried to calm the situation by offering the Abos, Preston North End panty liners, Dennis Burkamp wristwatches and even Dundee United shopping boards. So far, the Abos have refused all offers and are refusing to comment. Bushfires. Two new fires started this week. Bushfire Brian Bareback is celebrating his 25th year on the prowl. He's been burning down parts of Australia since 1983. He regularly supports his local Aussie rules team, the Breezy Tigers. And he's even started his own fan club. He'll be burning his way back around New South Wales, causing an estimated billion dollars worth of damage. And tonight's big Aussie rules game between the Dilladong Clowns and the Brissy Blue Collars should be coming to a close around Friday lunchtime. The scores there are currently too small to read. I have come to England to score more goals. I have come to England to dance to disco pop music. I have come to England for easy fun time boys. I have come to England because I am still hungry to hear all the hits. Nine till nine, back to back, beat to beat. Wireless FM. Make mine an espresso. It's Graham's Pack Lunch. We've got lots of interesting topics coming up in today's show. Most notably is our discussion about how we argue these days. Is the world changing and arguments becoming less important? Are arguments still relevant in the noughties? I'd say arguments these days are a bit stale and no one really knows what side they're on because they're too conscious about their mobiles and their emails. There haven't really been any well-thought-out arguments recently. Basically, Terry, we've been very lucky because we've got ourselves microphone set up in the St Andrews Argument Complex. It's one of the last remaining centres for arguments in the UK. This is argument C13. Taps. I am telling you, taps with a lever are the way forward. Taps with a lever? What does that even mean? I don't want any of you. Oh, can I just... uh, Which one's your hot, which one's your cold? This country was founded on separate taps. Hot on the left, cold on the right. And that's how it should stay. I don't care for this newfangled one tap in the middle. What's that about? Some countries, my friend, i.e. Ireland, have had potato bags. You don't see them sitting around eating potatoes now. Times bloody change, my friend. It's scientifically proven that people with both taps in the middle have more trouble in later life with... 
You're a bloody, you're a bloody I'm a bloody idiot, idiot am I? We're all bloody yeah. talking about wasting this and wasting that. The environment's dying. You're wasting No, because blanket. when you've got both taps in the middle, it produces a warm water. It's like a shower compared to a bath. Oh, I can fuck off, can I? Yeah? Oh, I don't care. Yeah, you, you can resort to swearing, and that to me says that you are losing the argument. Fork off? Is that some kind of pun, is it? What's it to do with forks? We're not talking about forks, we're talking about pipes and taps. Is it? No, no, because my pipes aren't in the shape of a fork. Maybe a garden hole, but not a fork. In my pipes, they go straight down to the place they're supposed to be. Uh, place they're supposed to go, one to the boiler, one straight to the mains. You what? I said, watch your nose, stumble on your word. You know you're bloody wrong. You know, sometimes I go into an house and I think, I'm going to wash my hands real quick or I need a drink, I'm real thirsty. Yeah. And Turn his tap or let me bloody bin it. And it's either hot or it's cold or it's cold or it's hot because you're buying them up wrong. What about if you've gotten to someone's house and you want to pretend you're on a motorcycle and you want to put one hand on one tap and one on the other and rev it? How are you going to rev it when the taps are both in the middle and you've only got one? I don't even know why. I've got a PhD in science, maths, English, geography. What have you got? Oh, you learned from the school of life, did you? Dropped out at 14. Hey, working on your fucking allotment in the morning. If you're going to bring it down to a level that makes me feel like a lesser man because of... Well, that's usually the point of an argument, isn't it? To break down the other side of this. We are fucking tampon-shaped, Ted. Look at you, Eddie. Looks like a big fucking tampon. What are you going to do? Are you going to hit me? There's adjudicators in this place. They are making sure that no one can come in and hit you. I'm all small and my face is like a rat. That's you wearing a bloody waistcoat. What year do you think it is? It's bloody 1997, mate. Is it? Where have you been? I think you're arguing for the wrong... In 97, I would, I would have been with you, arms locked together, we would have been chained to a bloody, separate bloody forked out, often called tap now. 2007, my friend, we moved on. That's what I meant to say, 2007. Sometimes, when I'm arguing, I say the wrong date. It's called... It's called psychoanalytic argumentative syndrome, and I've got it, and I've had to deal with that all my life. Now it's turned into something mentally disabled against the mentally abled. And, to be honest, that's a PC issue, and I think the authorities, should, the authorities will be on my side, because they're always going to be arguing for the people who are... Slightly mentally disabled like myself. You, you, you say you've got this academia and that thing, and I went to this unit. You don't even know what you're bloody saying. Singular pipe is not pipe. Go I bet you are arguing against lead piping as well, aren't you? Saying it's bad for the health and that. Lead piping? They don't even use lead piping. They anymore. bloody do because that's what I've got in my house, and it served me fine. No wonder you look like a little rat-faced weasel. No wonder you look like a big tampon-headed, meat-headed twat. Yeah, Go and well, play rugby, with you? Rugby. I'll show you bloody rugby. Do you want to get up for a fist fight? Is this way No, no, I don't, because I'm mentally disabled. Yeah, you well, know that. I don't, I don't even... Have you ever, have you ever even gone on the old thing? Do you, do you even know? I don't need to because I've never had any problems with it. And I bet you need to go on the sink all the time, don't you? Because you've got one tap in the middle and it's causing all kinds of problems. The, the pipes are probably shaking and you can hear it in the next house when you turn the tap on. Tell me, tell me honestly, when you turn the tap on, does it go... Oh, I bet it doesn't. No. Uh, when did you get them installed? Not so long ago. Did you myself, B&Q? Did you put your pipe in? Yes. 
I put yeah, you yes, I did. No, no, because the sink wasn't there. I put the sink in last, so I was never technically under the sink. I don't want to use this bloody tap that another gentleman's using. Not how to wash his hands properly. His weed on him, his shit on him, whatever. I want to put my hand underneath. I know there's automatic water coming out. I don't even know what you're talking about you're now. You're talking bloody water. shite. You're, you're talking fucking shite. You're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Honestly, Go back to your farm, I'm mate. Go back to your allotment. Oh, yeah. What do you do for a living, sunshine? I'm a quantity surveyor. And what are you, are? I'm a plumber by trade, thus having more experience. Absolute shite. If you can prove that, can you prove that? I can bloody prove that. I bet you can. Prove it now. You what? You want to see my certificate? Your rowing certificate? rowing certificate. I believe Joe, you fucking rowing. I'll row you down to next bloody Tuesday. What the fuck does that mean? Nobody know, but it means you're going to get a smack. Well, go on, hit me then. You're going to hit me. Hit me now. The adjudicator will come in and stop you. He, he bloody won't because he's on my side. No, he's bloody not. That's the job of the adjudicator. He's neutral. You don't even know the word impartial. I think is the word you were going for. Neutral covers the same ground. Impartial means he has no actual opinion. And that was my weekend in Southampton. Cycling around and collecting water chestnuts. But Ruskin Bear, you've been doing a different type of cycling this week, haven't you? That's right, Milliglimophilably. I've been recycling. Duh, what's that, Ruskin? I don't know that word. Well, it all started when I was out on my fortnightly neighbourhood watch stroll in the woods. Oh, nature is so wonderful. I just want to wrap it all up in a big towel and hug it forever. I feel I should start singing. Oh, me lipsy lipsy lips and me legsy legs legs. These is me lips and these is me legs. Ruskin, mate, I don't want to sound like a critic or all, but that sounded proper out of tune. I think you're right, Samantha Squirrel. Perhaps I should call for my gaggle of little helpers. Master Pat, Junior Stompers, assemble! <laughs> for Maxalode, for Lampetode, for Nema Corpus Hoy. Les I think that means that they're summoning the spirit of song using the ancient language of the poster pack junior stompers. Okay, let's try it again from the top. Oh, me lipsy lipsy lips and me legsy legs legs. These is me lips and these is me legs. Me lipsy lipsy lips and me legsy legs legs. And ye be me turbo kiddies. Turbo kiddies! Um, that sounds like a song I've heard before. That's right. It's because I've recycled it. Now, let's all move into turbo mode. I'm in turbo mode. OK, Stompers, pack up your fun pants. We're off on an adventure. Let's make motorbike noises and jet off to a world where we care for our planet. What type of petrol, Ruskin? Unleaded, of course. Well, caring for a planet is a kind of harder job, but you got to pull together and stop being lazy slobs. Come on, children, join in. We're killing the ozone and all the runaway stings. We're feeling all lungs because there's a lot of stuff to see. Now you're getting the idea. Pollution blues. Pollution blues. And what can we do? Oh, what can we do? 
Okay, so that was Saturday matinee there. I've no idea what that was, mate. That was very strange. So that's all from us. I've been an Australian. And so have I. And you've been listening to Waller FM or Wallaby FM. Um, it's up to you to decide which one you think it was. And uh, we've got to quickly jump on a dinghy now to take us back to the old land of Oz. Yes, I've got to get back to feed me Crocky Bird. He's, uh, he's awful big now. He's about six foot tall and his wings are as wide as a car. And I've got a barbecue waiting for me in Perth. So, if we could have your final thoughts there, Ozzy. My final thought, Ozzy. English radio, success. Sorry, did you say it was a success? No, mate, it sucked ass. Yeah, no, no, we said in the meeting before we were going to say it wasn't a success. It no, was... mate, it's not a success, it sucks ass. Yeah, no. It's like, it... no, listen, mate, it's like an ass that needs sucking. Oh, okay? right, sucks right, you mean ass. a success. No, 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 not a success, mate, sucks ass. Yeah, that's what I said, it sucks ass. Uh, uh, easy mistake to make there. It's an Aussie error. Sucks ass, sucks ass. It's, it's the very same similar. sort of thing, isn't it? Sometimes us Aussies can get caught up in this kind of circle for about three hours. Usually, mate, he'll take a couple of cans of Fosters to get us out That's of it. To really straighten that one out. All right. Okay, we've got one less clip to play to you now, and it's from Clive and Toby's Beer and Barbie. Now, this is just a show that even Aussies sometimes stuff things up. Right, the next up, Toby, we've got the voicemail challenge. Voicemail, eh, Clive? I... That's new technology for us, isn't it? Well, that's the thing. The Prime Minister got on to me and he said, uh, first off, he thanked Walthing Matilda, right? And then he said to me, you guys have got to get some new technology, all right? So he sent me a voicemail. Let's play a couple of voicemails. What we asked is... What your shrimp called shows your shrimp. So people have been calling in and sort of dropping a little answer into the voicemail box for us. Okay, let's play a few of those, shall we? Shrimp's called Stephen, and he's got a real attitude problem today. I've been trying to vac the house, but he's being real grouchy. So, you've got a shrimp with a real attitude problem. Myself, I'd say that it's probably entirely up to the person raising the shrimp to, you know, raise him properly so that he doesn't turn out to be a little grouchy fastpot. If you're going to point the finger of blame, look in the mirror. Point it at yourself. It's the parent's fault, Toby. It's it a, it's certainly a is. Fault. I mean, maybe she got it from a shrimp shelter after it had had pretty rough childhood to start with, but it's still going to be your responsibility to make sure that it's shaped into a proper citizen. Well, exactly. You can't have shrimp running round of alright putting people off their vacuum or whatever their spreadsheets it's just going to end up on the barbie well exactly mate exactly right let's take another voicemail that's, that's great so far so who? what's the next one let's play Tobe I can't really show you me shrimp, Clive, okay? Because, well, it's in me pants like, so, you know, I can't really get it out. Not on the radio. Oh, sorry about that one, folks. That's not the kind of lungs you want on the brekkie slot. Didn't realise, uh, hadn't heard that one. Toby, sometimes I wonder why I'm paying you at all, yeah, right? I'm sorry, Clive. You should be more than sorry. Although this is a new concept, right, for Australia, you're supposed to listen to these before we go out on the air. Well, to be honest, we only just received that one, like, while we were on on the air and I didn't have a chance to listen to it right? that could have been anything Toby that could have been someone saying a load of swear words I'm so sorry uh, Clive sometimes I'll... I don't know whether I should have you with my right hand man ok sorry about that should we move on to something different I think you ought to because you're really upsetting me today Toby ok I didn't know he was going to say that blah, 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 blah. 
giddy, giddy, giddy yourself down to the Bondi Memorial Centre in Dubbo this Barbie weekend for the 13th annual Clive Conference. It's just one big g'day, how's it going alright? He's called Clive, his name's Clive, and you can bet your bottom dollar he's called Clive. For beer, burgers and good old-fashioned tuck-tuckery-doo, it's the 13th annual Clive Conference. From nine till Clive, this Barbie weekend. Only Clives need applies. Double your, double your, double your, da. Fat dash pie dot com.